If I could compare my social battery with a device, it would probably be like an iPhone 6, maybe? I don't know, how long does the battery last? Okay, so it was released in 2014 and with regular use, it gives you up to 10 hours. That's pretty good, but that's a new one. So maybe my social battery is like an iPhone 6 that has had some pretty rough years and it's performant and it's still a very nice phone but you have to keep your charger with you at all times because you don't know when it's going to die. I kind of wish there was also a device or maybe something you would eat that would recharge your social battery. Well, I, I guess that's why some people do alcohol too like improve their mood and be more social so yeah i'm dumb let's just forget about the last part please um hello how are you i hope you're having a really good day or i hope you had a really good day today i'm feeling very chatty so i thought it was a good time to record an episode and if you're interested i'm recording this very early in the morning because it's the only time when my house is quiet enough for me to record anything but if you hear anything weird in the background that's maple my teenager dog who is currently sleeping right next to me because she loves to do that um so yeah i apologize if you hear anything weird today's topic is social battery and just batteries in general because why not i mean they're pretty cool so, social battery is a very interesting concept for me and I think it's also really popular now. I've seen it a lot on the internet, but in case you haven't heard about it before, this is a term that refers to the amount of energy you have to socialize. And I think it's a great metaphor because as someone who has struggled with not always having the energy to be social and feeling like I need to be quiet and alone after being around a lot of people and essentially recharge yeah i think comparing this to a battery is very accurate um so i've been trying to understand how my social battery works and what kind of things i can do to prevent getting to a point where i feel exhausted but also trying to find a balance thinking about this made me wonder about how real batteries work and I wanted to see if learning about this would help me understand how my energy storage works when it comes to social interactions. So before I continue talking about my dysfunctional social battery, I'd like to share with you some of the interesting stuff I learned about real batteries. I mean, these are pretty important devices in our current world. Almost everyone now is carrying one in their pockets with our cell phones. And we all know the basics of rechargeable batteries. You use the device, you charge it, you get to use it some more, you charge it again and the cycle just repeats. But yeah, he here are some fun facts about batteries that no one asked, but I'm gonna tell you anyways. Okay, so I found this article from the MIT's School of Engineering that talks about how batteries work. So fact number one, a battery is a device that is able to store electrical energy in the form of chemical energy. 
and convert that energy into electricity. Then the article has a quote from one of their engineers that says, you cannot catch and store electricity, but you can store electrical energy in the chemicals inside a battery. For some reason, I found this super interesting because, yeah, in my head, I have always known that batteries store energy, but I had a very simplistic idea of how they did it. But these things are like small power plants that convert a chemical reaction into electrical energy, which is kind of crazy to think that we all have a tiny power plant in our pockets with our cell phones. I also learned that the rechargeable batteries used in smartphones or electric cars are called lithium-ion batteries and it's actually really rare to see them because they don't normally need to be replaced and are hidden inside of the device. And another thing I learned is that overall phone batteries are charged by converting electrical energy from an external power source like when we plug it to an outlet and the charger is the one that converts this energy from an alternating current into a direct current source that the phone can use. And then the phone also has a system that regulates the flow of that energy into the battery to make sure it's charged safely and efficiently. And the last fun fact is that batteries can be made from food. And according to scientists, the best food to use are fruit and veggies with high levels of potassium, potassium, I have no idea how to pronounce this word, give me a second to check, potassium or sodium, I really hope I'm pronouncing those words right. So in case you're interested in making a potato battery, I'll leave the link to a tutorial in the show notes, but please be safe, just be careful. All right, that was my short science class, I hope you found my little research as interesting as I did. So now let's get back to talk about my dysfunctional social battery. Yay! I love being open on the internet. I really don't, but here we are. <laughs> um, so after falling into that rabbit hole to kind of learn about how real batteries worked, there was one thing that clicked in my head and of course it's something I knew, but it's one of those things that it's like in the back of your head and it's not until you really think about it that you're able to fully understand it. So just like we learned, electricity cannot be stored. And the same goes for social batteries, right? It's not like there's an energy source for being social and you can just store it for later. There are only things we can do that improve our general mood and make us happy. And eventually when we're in a social situation, that good mood will transform into being social, hopefully, and maybe a bit more open, and we're just more likely to enjoy the company of others when we're in a good mood and when we have the energy. So yeah, my process with this has been understanding that I do have a small social battery, and that after being social for a long period of time, I then need some quiet time and just be alone for a while and I just want to be clear, this doesn't mean that I don't enjoy being social. Maybe for some people that have a great social battery, this may be hard to understand, but I really enjoy being social. I love talking to people and I love going out and do like group activities and stuff, but 
It's just that if I do it for a long period of time without having the chance to rest and recharge, I then start to feel exhausted and without the energy to continue talking, basically. And the consequence of that is that if I reach that point, basically I'm no longer able to enjoy whatever it is that I'm doing and I hate it. I know that nowadays having a device like a phone or a laptop with a poor battery is considered bad. I personally hate it. I hate having a phone with a bad battery or a laptop. And it's the same in terms of social batteries. I've also been very frustrated at times with this, if I'm being honest, because sometimes it's something I can't control, you know? Um, there's this popular meme of someone at a party dancing and then it says when you're out and your social battery suddenly dies and then the person just like gets really serious and with a sleepy face. Well, that's me. <laughs> um, but... I guess I've been learning to understand it so I don't get to that point and to just accept it and work with what I have. Just like when you have an old phone, right? You know you can just watch a two-hour movie and play a video game at the same time because the battery will die. And yeah, when you have an old phone, you know that you have to charge it regularly. I actually think I'm way better now than what I used to be. I think I went from like a 2005 Blackberry to an iPhone 6. I don't even know how the battery was for the Blackberry, but something like that. Um, and one thing that has been helping a lot is to understand which are the activities and even people that drain my social battery really fast. Oh god, I just remembered that I used to work with someone who would drain my social battery in like an hour. She was great, but yeah, that was an issue. And we all have those people that just naturally consume more energy. And of course, there are also people that do the opposite and recharge us. It's funny because it's the same with cell phones now and computers. There are apps that consume more battery than others and we just have to be mindful of this. So now when I know that I have to do an activity or be with a person that drains my social battery... I know that I should not wait until the very end when I'm already feeling tired to say that I have to go. And I also know that before I go to that activity or meet that person, I probably shouldn't do anything that would also make me feel a bit tired because then I'll have even less energy. And again, just like having an old phone, right? You have to be mindful of the battery and save it for later in case you need it. And I know, I know this sounds like a lot of work, but in my head, I do these calculations pretty fast now. Um, and remember, I'm just working with what I have and taking it one step at a time. There's this really nice quote that says, manage your energy and not your time, that I really like. And that's what I'm trying to do with my social battery. Sometimes I do wish... We also had like a cheat code, like in The Sims, the video game. I remember there was this cheat code where you could just automatically increase the energy bar of The Sim. That would be amazing. Oh, but also on the same topic of people, of course there are also people that instead of draining your energy, they do the opposite and basically recharges. And I think it's super interesting when you have like a group of friends where there's that one that's 
always full of energy and is super outgoing and being just with them would drain you but if you also have a friend with a more calm personality then you have a balance and it's way better and i think with this topic it's all about balance it's a matter of not reaching a point where you're super exhausted but also not getting to a point where you're too scared of feeling tired that you don't talk to anyone right and I've learned a few things over the years about how to take care of my social battery and one tip I had to apply recently was one related to trips and traveling when you know you'll be interacting with a lot of different people and maybe you're traveling with friends or something like that. So when making plans for today, I really like to add or to suggest some breaks to maybe go to the hotel, Airbnb or whatever you're staying to like take a shower and change clothes and this works to refresh yourself and also have some time alone but of course it also helps when you're with people that understand and like taking these breaks too. Um, I've also been in situations where I'm with people that just want to spend the whole day out no matter what and in those cases it's kind of difficult because it may be that you're the only one in the group that wants to take a break and you don't want to ruin people's plans or anything but I've learned that it's way better to do what you have to do to like protect your peace because it's better to do that than force yourself and then be in a bad mood basically. Recently I went to a trip to Greece for a company retreat to meet my co-workers. Um, we all work remotely and we have a yearly retreat to see each other and I have always thought that it's really nice that each of us get our own rooms at the hotel. I liked it because I had my own space whenever I needed to take a break and my social battery was never drained on that trip and I had an amazing time. Of course it helps that my co-workers are awesome and I think sometimes we forget how important it is to be around people that have a lot of empathy and are just really kind. Another thing I've realized is that the environment you're in plays a huge role as well and this is also true for real batteries. For example, real high temperatures can be harmful for batteries. So for social batteries, it's not only about how much you're talking to people but also the space where you are. One example is that in my case, um, nightclubs or like really big parties are not my ideal place. It depends on the place and the music and the people I'm with, of course, but generally I feel exhausted after going to a club and sometimes it has happened as I'm in the place, just like the meme I mentioned. Um, okay, so next I'd like to mention some of the things I do to recharge my social battery because I just realized I've been saying that I need some quiet time after long periods of social interactions and it's not like I go to my room and stare at the wall until I'm recharged, okay? I, I do other stuff. Um, for example, I really like to listen to music or listen to podcasts. Um, I also love to walk my dog and just take walks in general, especially listening to a podcast. That's one of my favorite things to do. Um, I also love to visit my grandma. She's one of those people that just recharge me. Um, she's so funny and fun to be around that we can just be in the same room, not talking to each other, and just by being there, I already feel better. Oh, this is a good one. I love to eat my comfort food. 
when I'm like really mentally or socially tired. Um, now I would say my comfort food is pancakes, maybe. I feel like I'm missing something, but we'll go for pancakes. And lastly, I love to watch K-pop videos, but you should watch whatever it is that makes you happy. In my case, in my case it's K-pop videos. Okay, so this episode turned into me explaining how I'm protecting my social battery or how I'm learning to protect my social battery. And I think that's a good way to put it. We should all protect our social battery and all of our batteries in general. Why not? Um, that reminded me that one of the tricks I always see online about how to protect your cell phone's battery is to not let it die completely. And I'm not sure about the science behind that. I didn't research that part, but for social batteries, I think it makes perfect sense. I'm learning to not push my limits if I know it's going to be harmful for me. For example, if I let myself feel socially exhausted, then I'll feel like I need to isolate at my house for a week, which is not good for me. So yeah, in case you're also someone with a small social battery, let's remember to be gentle with ourselves and remind ourselves that saying no to some activities is totally fine and leaving early is totally fine too as long as we're doing it to protect our peace basically and don't forget to recharge early and often i think that's a good place to end it um thanks so much for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode a lot well well i'm being i'm being too ambitious you didn't have to enjoy it a lot just just a little bit is totally fine um but yeah take care bye